Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Art of Idiocy. The Art of Idiocy. The Art of Idiocy. The Art of Idiocy. That's right, coming to you directly from Scorpion Ranch, located in Tacoma, Texas, a lawless little town right outside of Austin. Here we are with the Art of Idiocy. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Art of Idiocy podcast. Thank you so much for uh, downloading this one, listening to it. I appreciate it. Uh, my name is Brian Newton Fuller, and what we're doing on this podcast is I have uh, basically doing a live version, or a tape version, <laughs> I guess is really the way it is, of stories from the two books that I've written about uh, me growing up. The first book is called The Art of Idiocy, and the sequel has the catchy title of The Art of Idiocy-er, and I think you'll see from those particular titles a story about me. I uh, didn't make the best decisions, but it made for good stories. So uh, you can get the books on these stories, but these particular live versions are going to be a little bit different. But I'll tell you at the end of it how to get these books. But uh, get going here. The first story we're going to do here, and the one for this podcast is a story called Steve Who, Man, Myth, Track, Legend. So I went to a little high school in Oklahoma, Duncan, Oklahoma, and I ran track there. And uh, our track coach was a guy named Coach Payton. Let me tell you a few things about Coach Payton. One, he was a football coach. He was uh, like you know one of the 20 football coaches that we had in high school. I don't know why you have to have that many coaches in high school football. It's some sort of state law, but that's what it was. Um, and he only coached track for the extra $100 that he got in his paycheck for that. We know that because he told that to us the very first day. Second thing is, he called us fags. Um, not the most politically correct term back then in the 70s. Uh, people used it, but not a good term, but he did anyway. Uh, and we know that because he actually said that to us like in the context of, yeah, I'm only coaching you track facts for the 100 bucks I'm getting in my paycheck. That's what he said there. Uh, now, to be honest with you, he wasn't far off base a little bit uh, on, in some instances because uh, we did have on tight tank tops, tight shorts. Uh, we're all trying to grow mustaches, and disco music was very popular. So in all honesty, he might not have been too far off on some of us there. Uh, the third thing is that uh, Coach Payton was a fat, lazy piece of shit. Uh, he didn't tell us that. We actually just figured that one out on our own. So uh, let me tell you about him, the way he did track. First of all, he went for track practice, what we would do. He went and found some book from 1930s that said how you track practice, how you do what you do on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Copied that, just taped it right inside the dressing room. Bam, there's your track practice right there. Job done. Second thing is... Uh, the deal is that we ran, the track was around the uh, the football field, and so uh, obviously Coach Payton, being a football coach, had an office there. And what he would do is during every single practice, after he told us to go off, he would go sit in his office, and then once a practice, he would come out, stand by the side of the track, and as you came running up, he would light up a cigarette, light it up, and then as he exhaled the smoke as you ran by, he would say, pick it up! And then when you started coughing, 
after you took him the smoke, he would yell out, Why are you slowing down? Oh, I don't know. Carcinogens, tar, secondhand smoke, pick any of them, whatever. Apparently, uh, apparently Coach Payton thought that track meets took place at bingo parlors or casino halls or, you know, cockfights, whatever. Uh, the third thing he did is he called roll, and at the end of every roll, he would always say the same thing. Hey, is that everybody? Did I miss anyone? And it was really weird because it wasn't a very big track team. And so we're about three weeks in and calls roll. And at the end of every one of them, hey, is that everybody? Uh, so my friend Chris McCoy decided to have fun with it. So he gets to the end of this one roll call on a Monday and goes, is that everybody? And Chris McCoy says, hey, you forgot Steve. And he goes, Steve who? And Chris goes, yeah, that's him. And uh, Coach kind of looks weird and like goes, you know, tells him, hey, track fags, go run. And we go off. And I look at Chris and go, what, what was that about, man? He goes, I don't know, man. I'm just tired of Coach Payton. I thought I'm going to jack with him here. So for the remainder of the week, every time Coach Payton would say, is that everybody? Chris would come in with Steve and Payton would say, Steve who? And Chris like, yeah, that's him. And we all giggled like little schoolgirls, which we were, and uh, went on about our business. So that Monday comes up after he did this a whole week. And uh, as Chris is getting ready to jump in with Steve who, Coach Payton gets to the very end and he says, Steve and then Coach Peyton, I mean, uh, Chris McCoy goes, Steve who? And Peyton goes, yeah, that's him. And at that moment, Steve who became an official member of the Duncan Demon track team. Now, for obvious reasons, Steve could not participate in our track practice. But we, as, you know, good, you know, good teammates, we looked out for him. And we, and we, 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 we gave him excuses for, for not showing up. Now, his excuses at first were pretty benign. It was stuff like, you know, like maybe his car broke down, he couldn't get to practice, or he had detention, or had to go to a doctor. But as time went on, Steve's life got a lot tougher. Yeah, there was a, the time that Steve couldn't come to practice because he had to bail his dad out of jail uh, for being with a prostitute. And then there was a time right after that where Steve had to bail his mom out of jail for kicking uh, his dad's ass for being with said prostitute. And the worst one was where Steve's parents got into this huge fight that culminated with them out in front of the yard, out in the front yard, uh, holding a knife to each other's throat, and they're screaming, screaming at Steve, saying, Who do you love best? So you can see, for an unreal guy, he had some real problems. And uh, so that was Steve. Now, let me tell you, with uh, the way that we, we went to our track meets, the way these things work is that you would have to check out equipment to go to track meets, and one of the pieces of equipment was this uh, a tape measure that that's what long you know pole vaulters and long jump people would use to measure out how far they would do their run. And so we got back from this one track meet. For some reason, Bron Shaw decided he wanted to keep the tape measure. I don't know why he's in high school, maybe to measure the length of his dick, whatever, but he kept it. So the next day, we get to practice, go through the roll call. Steve's on the roll call. And uh, then Coach Payton says, all right, there was a uh, one of the tape measures wasn't turned in. Who had it last? Uh, of course, Brian Shaw in a deaf move says, oh, yeah, Steve, who had it? And Payton like, all right, where's Steve who? And Chris McCoy real quickly said, I think I saw him over there by the pole vault pit. <laughs> we all looked around real quick because he said it uh, in pretty convincing fashion and uh, looked over there. Obviously, Steve wasn't around him. So Payton was like, right, go run, you track fags. And uh, so we go off to do our run, and we see Peyton walking up to the announcer booth that's there at the football stadium. And all of a sudden, we hear this, uh, the announcement, the, the PA system comes on, hear this, whoosh, whoosh. 
All right, this is Coach Payton. Steve who? Report to my office immediately. Now, have you ever tried to run while laughing your ass off? Yeah, you can't do that. And uh, so Peyton goes down, sets in his office. He's so committed to it, he doesn't come out and give us our usual secondhand smoke training in the middle of it. He stays there. He didn't want to miss Steve Who. And as we left, he's still sitting there in his office as we went home that day. So the next morning, uh, we're in school, and the principal's doing the announcements, you know, telling like Frito Pie, Sloppy Joe, whatever the heck we're having for lunch. And at the very end of it, he says, oh, yes, one other announcement. Steve Who needs to report to Coach Payton's office immediately. Uh, now, have you ever tried to laugh your ass off while studying? Yeah, you can't do that one either there. So we get down to track practice that, that, uh, that afternoon. And as we get down there, Coach Payton has an announcement to make. And he tells us, hey, by the way, Steve Who has been kicked off the track team. To which... Chris McCoy yelled out, but coach, how are we going to win state? To which Coach Payton looked at me and goes, I don't know. Why don't you ask Steve? And when you ask him, you tell him you, you tell him this when you're talking to him. You tell him that, hey, by the way, graduation is in a month. And if I don't get that tape measure back to me before graduation, then on graduation night, Steve who can pick up his diploma from me. And that blew us all away because none of us knew that Steve Who was a senior. So let's cut to graduation a month from there, a month from that time. Graduation, we're all there. We're ready to rock and roll. We're ready to get out of there, go get our party on. We're sitting there waiting for the last for the last person to be called Deborah Warner. And so they pulled Deborah Warner, calls her up. She gets a diploma. We're getting ready to go crazy. And then all of a sudden their principal goes, and let's welcome... Our final graduate, Steve Who. And when he says it, we all look up going, my God, is there really a Steve Who? And so we're kind of freaked out. So for about five seconds, you're sitting there. Obviously, nothing is going on. And then all of a sudden, up on the stage, all the teachers and coaches are up there. Coach Payton jumps up, walks up, grabs a diploma from the principal, jumps on the mic and says, Steve Who, if you want your diploma, you can give me that tape measure and you'll get your diploma. Until then, I'll be holding it. And then he goes and he sits down on the on his chair, pissed off and stewing. Now, have you ever tried to laugh your ass off while graduating? Yes, you can do that. So, cut to about 10 years later, I'm back for a high school reunion. See Chris McCoy. And we're drinking beers and inevitably we start talking about uh, Steve Who. And I'm laughing. I'm going, man, I wonder if uh, Peyton actually still hold is keeping hold of that weird fake diploma, whatever the heck it was. And Chris said that a few years back, he found out where Peyton lived. And so he decided to mess with him. So he went and bought a tape measure and he actually mailed it to Peyton along with the letter. And he wrote on it, on the letter, Dear Coach Peyton, here's the tape I took. It was a stupid thing to do, but I was in high school. I took it to measure my dick. But I soon realized that no matter how big my penis was, you were still going to be the biggest dick in Duncan High School. Signed, Steve Who, track fag. So there is Steve Who, man, myth, legend, the story. You can uh, go and order my books at jacobertx.com. That's C-H-I-C-O-B-R-A-T-X dot com. And please subscribe to my podcast because I'll be coming back with some more stories for you here. 
from the books. So thanks so much and peace.